Time Podcast, thank you so much for joining us. It's always good to have your company. We are recording this from our official studio home. Mm -hmm. Very official. Uh, I am uh, fresh off a uh, one day tour to the Secret Garden Festival. (laughs) Thank you to all the uh, people who came out and said hello, friends of the podcast. That was very lovely of you. Uh, You put up with what I will describe as a lot of drugged people uh, who were heckling me, and it was very fun. Uh, joining me, as always, uh, is co-host of the show, friend of the program, and snack bringer extraordinaire, Ben Jenkins. Hello, how's your week been? It's been great. You know, I think I'd have to go through the old uh, Freddie Goodhome archives and talk to our archivist, uh-huh. a wizened old man he is. Uh, that I think this might be the f- earliest we've ever recorded this thing. My goodness, it is, it, is a, it is a brisk early Sunday morning we're recording this. Yep. And uh, I just want to thank you all for tuning in so early because I don't know how time works. The, the issue, because you've, you've got a big lunch today. Well, I just, I just have a family lunch that I'd like to get to. Yeah. Um, oh, so, fam- so what, family's more important than this bullshit? Yep. Yep. But just. Ridiculous. But only just. Should we introduce our guest? We should. And get into snacks? This is a guest. This person. You would know them from previous ex- uh, experiences on the podcast. Appearances on the podcast. Yep. Including, we were discussing before, a live podcast which never... Went to the internet because it was too offensive, apparently. Yeah, things got real real personal <laughs> on that one. Uh, you would also know her from her various television appearances, including uh, ABC's The Roast and her new ABC's job. The News. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. Well, because <laughs> we were never allowed to say that before when she was oh, yeah. on here. Oh, yeah. But it's, now... She secretly leaves sales. <laughs> and, and now... Um, and I can a, sell all my uh, interesting political views that I wasn't ever allowed to express <laughs> yeah, exactly. before. Uh, yes, it's Alex Lee. Hello, Alex Lee. What's up? It's BuzzFeed's <laughs> Alex Lee, and that is your new way of introducing yourself. Yeah, What's up, everyone? <laughs> oh, <laughs> new character. That's very it's, bad. It's, <laughs> it's extremely good. <laughs> uh, Alex Lee, thank you so much for coming back to do the podcast. It has been too long, I think. No, when was no. the last time you were here? Um, I don't know. You were early days, I think. Maybe, you? yeah, way back. Yeah, 2013, how long have we been doing this? Ooh, yeah, about, about since 2002. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. The first decade, though, were just pilots. Yeah. We spent a lot we, of time improving. Yeah. Spent a lot of time honing the format, getting a lot of notes, you getting a lot, a lot of feedback. You a lot of co It was like Destiny's Child, like one in, one out. <laughs> it was mostly the members of Destiny's Child. Yeah, they did not work out. <laughs> Listener, if you're playing at home and you want to count how many like uh, Destiny's Child references Alex forces into this conversation, <laughs> we're at one now. Yeah. We'll see how far I meant goes. to bring a bell. <laughs> um, but I did bring um, some snacks. Ooh. And because of the earliness of the hour... This was the first time I've been able to bring breakfast snacks. Mm. Um, so I brought two ham and cheese croissants. Yummy. And then while I was waiting for you guys to arrive, I did eat one of those. Um, <laughs> I snaffled it right up. Um, and then I thought when I was at the... This is really bad and I think reflects... You know how I'm always like kind of ribbing you for being a vegan? Um, when we say ribbing or we say like openly abusing. Yeah, well, there's that. But like I think I talk a really big game. But then when it comes time to like... What I'm saying is I'm a coward. Like I was in the cafe getting these snacks yeah. and all I needed to be was like, oh, I'm buying this for a vegan friend. What's vegan? You know what I mean? I just, I just had, or I could have even gone aggressive. Oh, I'm buying for a bloody vegan. What's you know, bloody vegan, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't, I just guessed. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. I was so be- you bought me a ham and cheese croissant. <laughs> <laughs> the most vegan of all foods. Yeah. Uh, I, I got you a Freehond and I was pretty convinced that I'd done the right thing. And then I realized that while Freons are missing, famously missing something, what they're missing is gluten, I believe. Mm. What is a... F- a Freon is just a muffin, isn't it? Yeah, it, well, it's like a muffin without any gluten in it. It's a flat-topped muffin. So it's, <laughs> That's not the official There's thing. no muffin top to this Freon. What could be in that that you couldn't eat? Probably eggs, I Probably would think. Probably all the beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a beef Freon. It's beef and raspberry. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much for the kind thought, Ben, even uh, though it was poorly executed. I appreciate <laughs> it all the same. I'm used to getting disappointing presents. Oh, <clears throat> um, so I put my croissant down on my paper with the chisel, the classifieds on it, and it's basically all gone see through. Yep, <laughs> it's an oily, oily croissant. <laughs> yeah. mm. Good snack report. How was your snack, Alex Lee? Pretty tasty. Yeah, I thought that it would be less good being quite cold, but actually, yeah. all the flavors could really. Maybe come if someone out was here on time, I misjudged how long it would take me to get a croissant, and so I got that like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought I'd be on some epic croissant quest, but I walked. Oh, into- you like to order a croissant, will you? Yeah. Well, first, you must pass the three tasks. <laughs> yeah, it really was just like I'd like a croissant, and they were like, "Do you have any currency?" And I was like, "I have some currency, sure." And then I got that. That was the whole sum of it. <laughs> 
Um, I've had a really interesting week, Ben. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know if well, you know this, Ben. Mm. Uh, Alex, I don't know if you know, and listener, I don't know if you've seen. Probably not. Uh, but I've been receiving some pretty <laughs> awful threats, Ben. Yeah. And uh, it's, been, it's been full on uh, in a funny way. Uh, what happened was I'm now a fortnight into my new job, listener, uh, where I make uh, silly uh, internet videos about video games for the Australian Broadcast Corporation. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, one person in particular hates me so much, they've started a change.org petition yeah. to get me fired. Never, never doubt that a group of dedicated people can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Um, (laughs) Alex Lee, uh, have you been doing any buying or selling on the internet of late? Well, uh... Oh, I did did buy some uh, green tea powder. Why can't you get that in a shop? Um, I didn't know where to look for it. So it's like matcha green tea powder, which is meant to be like super, super antioxidant. Um, And did you buy it from... Like China or something. I don't know where green tea comes from. Japan. Uh, Japan. Japan. Tell you something that's not funny but true. <laughs> Do you know where Japan gets a lot of its green tea from? Is it right here? It's right <laughs> bloody here in Australia. <laughs> Victoria, actually. So, Alex, do you think you bought Australian-made exported to Japan, then re-imported? I hope so. Mm. I only like green tea that has used up a whole tank of jet fuel. <laughs> like the, before it, I drink ma- it. It's like uh, green tea is like the Ian Thorpe of tea. Go on. Because he's really big in Japan and really loved in Australia as well. Oh. Isn't that a thing? Is that, is that a tortured analogy? Right, professional writer Alex Lee, is that a tortured analogy? It's a bit... Uh, also, like, that's not... I, I, I forgot that he was well loved in Japan. Oh. But is it just because he's loved everywhere? Like, it's not like... That only works if Ian Thorpe is, like, reviled mm-hmm. everywhere else. I assume everyone in China hates him. I assume. <laughs> the party. The party yeah, He said him. a lot of things that are against the party. Oh, though. man. The princelings. They <laughs> hate him. <laughs> brave, brave man. Brave, uh, brave man. Shall we get into the uh, classifieds? This I believe is so. A, uh, this is a show, ladies and gentlemen, where we go through the classifieds each week and find the best and worst things to talk about. I've got one here, which is kind of on theme. I oh, might yeah. thought it might start us with free Ian Thorpe. <laughs> uh, as you know, listener, you know that Ben and I and Alex as well, as you should know, are very big fans of the spookiest of things. Yeah. And this has been posted in February. So this week it's been posted mm. February 2015. And it is uh, from Williamstown, South Australia. Hello, Williamstown. And it's entitled Halloween Haunted House. Ooh. Hi. We are already taking people of interest in participating in our famous mm-hmm. haunted house for three shows. The 30th, 31st of October, and the 1st of November. You will need to be a dedicated and a passion to give a bit of free time to help others. Our haunted house is looking for many people to fill its room of terror. If you are interested in participating, please send us your details and we will get back to you. This is a volunteering job. Thanks, Matilda. So this is... They're getting ready this early. Eight months in advance. Was it, did it say a haunted house for three? For three nights, I think. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't just a tiny house. <laughs> it's a coupe people. of a haunted yeah. house. Yeah. They need many people for their room of terrors. Well, this is, I mean. Is it possible that the terrifyingness of the room is because it's very cramped <laughs> and there aren't enough chairs? <laughs> oh, it's so uncomfortable in here. You know nobody. Now mingle. Mingle. I am, uh, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, look, eight months of pre-production for a haunted house. That seems like a lot of pre-production. Do you think it's possible this is the Cirque du Soleil of haunted, <laughs> haunted houses? Exactly. You turn up. They're, they're, I mean, there's, sure, there's a lot of people. They, look, they also need a lot of monkeys. Yep. A lot of acrobats trained in Montreal. Sure. I don't know if there, there probably aren't monkeys there in. There are definitely not monkeys in Cirque du Soleil. Cirque, Cirque du Soleil famously just people. Just people. Oh. Yeah. But they do monkey-like things. Oh, yeah. really? Japes. Leaping, jumping, <laughs> bananas. Checking yep. into a hotel. <laughs> yep. Yep. You should be in here, you bloody acrobat. Get Wear out. a nappy and run around with their arms up. It's good, um, clean fun. Um, partnering up with Sylvester Stallone as a as, no, is that a thing? No, you're thinking Clint Eastwood in any which way but loose. And, and that was an orangutan. I'm getting that confused with Stop and my arm will shoot. Which is you're getting a monkey confused with an old woman. Yes, yes. Um I'm just saying odd, odd you know, odd couple of uh, Although there was a thing called stop or my mother's monkey will also shoot <laughs> and that doubles the chances of you being hit, even though it's a monkey. <laughs> Can I say I um with Anya over the weekend uh, over the week, sorry, went to um Taronga Zoo, Sydney Zoo, um for a thing called the Roar and Snore, which is where you go there, see the animals at night, have dinner, and then see the animals in the morning. It was actually a wedding present from a group of people, including 
Alex Lee. Oh, um, I did not. You got me a lovely bonsai tree. I know, but I didn't help on I that. brought that bonsai tree and I fed it to a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny giraffe? Yeah, a tiny little giraffe. It was the cutest. Oh, it was so good for its self-esteem. Yeah. Because it never been able to eat a tree before. <laughs> yeah, I taught that giraffe to believe in itself. Yeah. But I went into, in the morning, they took you to a couple of um, behind the scenes things. They, it's not quite the right word for it, but that's what they used. It's mm. not like... There were animals there doing like vocal warm-ups or anything. <laughs> um, but the thing they did take, they, they took us to the chimps. And the guy who is like the chimp man. Chimp king. Chimp king. Um, is, had the same demeanor and attitude toward the chimps as the guy in Jurassic Park does to the raptors. Which is like a cautious, pro- profound and abiding, but very cautious respect. <laughs> um, Look at them. They're beautiful. Yeah. Can I also, also, also as a side note. Um, when we're wandering around the zoo, I said to Anya, it is so amazing how much this is like, this is like Jurassic Park. And there was a pause. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, she just... and she was like, would you like to clarify that before we go on? And I said, no. And she's like, okay, well, you're a fucking idiot. Um, because of course, Jurassic Park was based on a zoo. That's... Yeah. Like the, I was like, the, you know, the, encl- the enclosures and their handlers and <laughs> natural habitats and yeah. But there is actually a really shitty dinosaur display at Taronga Zoo, like at the entrance, at is the main there? entrance, there's um, animatronic dinosaurs. Oh, that's bullshit. Just in with all the, like, they're like, well, live animals aren't enough. So we're just going to get some fake dinos in here. <laughs> yeah. And that'll like bring the kids. And it's just like a... A long neck, like a Brachiosaurus one, is just standing there making, kind of shaky its head, making That's really so painful sad. noises. Like, have, have I talked about my love of zoos before on the podcast? Don't I don't so. know if I have. I, I, I mean, you know, I think everyone has complicated views of zoos because, you know, oh, they're saving people or they're saving animals. No, they're also. saving people. Yeah, saving people from yeah. being fed to the orangutans or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I kind of enjoy them and whatever. I went to Adelaide Zoo just when we started filming this podcast, uh, filming. We filmed this, by the way. Um, <laughs> and the videos are then destroyed. Yeah. Um, when we started recording this podcast uh, 18 months ago, I went to uh, Adelaide Zoo one time and I was... The Adelaide are you Zoo doing a famous. gig there? Because like, it just seems like the sort of stupid fucking place you would do a gig. <laughs> I was not. I was doing gigs in Adelaide, but uh, no. I had the day off and I went to the I zoo. I think you were the comedian who I know who does the most gigs in stupid places. It's the best. It's so much fun. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, no, this weekend I'm doing a gig in a submarine because, you know, that's a thing that the Arts Council now wants me to... What? Oh, former guest on the podcast, Becky Lucas, one time did a gig... One time did a comedy gig in a Westfield food court (laughs) and sort of had to do comedy to people who were like, what's going on here? I'm trying to like eat shameful KFC. Why are you yelling jokes at me? Oh, that's bad. uh, She tells a very funny story about that. Anyway, so I was at the zoo not doing a comedy gig and Adelaide Zoo is quite famous for its its panda bears, Mm. uh, which are there, you know, being very sad. Mm. And I was looking at the pandas and there was this sort of young teenage boy kind of with his brother or something. I can't remember. I can't remember the exact circumstance. It was his brother, his friend. And I saw them walk up and then he grabbed his brother or whatever and then pointed at the the panda and said, hey, look at that faggot China bear. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Who uses that? What is this? I don't... Like, where did that... Where did that particular prejudice come from? <laughs> exactly. Like, what is the backstory? What's this man's origin story? Why does he? Why does he hate? Pandas? Does he think like different types of animals are all like either gay or straight, and he just goes around dividing them into one or yeah. the other? She gets a big homo gray Indian blob. Do you mean, are you, do you mean elephant? Is that what you're trying to? Are you trying to say elephant? But when I was in the chimp enclosure, just to round this out. Oh yes, zoo talk. It was probably the most frightened I've been in a really long time. Chimps will rip your face off, won't they? They will rip your face clean off your head. And um, the guy was saying that these chimps, and they're probably, you know, no bigger than me. They're shorter than me, probably. So take that, chimps. A four-year-old chimp has the strength of seven men. What? Yeah, and like. The most amazing thing about where they hold the chimps at night is it's like you have no you, you you expect when I describe this that you feel like sadness. Like it's like just cage upon cage upon cage with like fail safes. You know what I mean? Like it is it It's is, like the uh, opening to Maxwell Smart. 
Yeah, it is like that. It is, it is just like that. Or it's like when they go see Hannibal Lecter. Like, okay. And you, or Magneto in the Triskelion. Yeah. Hey, guys, I can keep this going all day. <laughs> Prison. Oh, the one with the, uh, and the magnets and the... Uh... <laughs> yep. That's X-Men. Yep. That's that... the one I just said. Is it? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's Magneto. Um, in the Triskelion, yes. The um, one with, the <laughs> with uh, Austin Powers bad guy. <laughs> but yeah, no. I've you, seen every movie. <laughs> you feel like you should be like, "Oh, that is so sad," but all you can feel is just absurd relief because that, because these you're th- sleeping there that night. These creatures are terrifying. They're just like looking at you, like sharpening yeah, knives. Exactly, and every single surface is basically covered in big red panic buttons. Wow. Yeah. And it, this is the only thing you're saying this is the only thing standing between us and the Planet of the Apes universe. That thought did occur to me. That thought <laughs> definitely did occur to me. So I poisoned them all. <laughs> um but one last bit of animal chat. Oh, I want one too. Oh, you do okay, you go first then. So when I went to the zoo, um we went and saw the giraffe talk. <laughs> like the lady. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> was it Healthy Harold? Yeah. <laughs> Healthy Harold? Yeah, and, oh. and he just uh, told us about how um, our small intestines were so large. Very yeah. quick uh, thing for our international listeners. List, for our international listeners, Healthy Harold is a maybe even for our non-East Coast listeners. Right. Okay. For if you didn't grow up in the New South Wales education system, Healthy Harold is a puppet giraffe. Sometimes was, animatronic. Sometimes animatronic. Depending how fancy your school was. Travelled around <laughs> in a van. caravan, yeah. a learning caravan. Yeah, to, from school to school, and would teach you how to be healthy. Uh, and, and also, I think they they touched on boners. What? Like, did oh, they, did they do some sex ed? Some puberty stuff. I never really. A giraffe taught you what a boner was. <laughs> <laughs> this explains so much. I learned about sexual my, education from my, my parents. lady. I've been schooled in the arts of love by a puppet giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find pleasure is quite inescapable. <laughs> um, and the joke was always that the person operating the puppet was probably drunk or stoned. Yeah. And that was always the hilarious joke you would make as, make as a child. Anyway, so you went to see the puppet mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. No, uh, the giraffe no, talk. No, it was sorry. the giraffe talk. A talk about giraffes, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it was the lady... Uh... <laughs> By a lemur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this lady, the zookeeper, was talking about how beautiful giraffes were and she was feeding them. And they had this lovely way when they kind of gallop where they kind of look like they're floating in the air, like they're an incredibly yeah. elegant beast. Um, and then uh, she kind of finished her, her big talk in front of the crowd and was like, and that's the elegant giraffe. And then right on cue, one of them just started pissing. And it was really like, like, cause they're so tall. It's like a really long kind of stream. stream. And then all the other giraffes like elegantly bent down their necks and started drinking the pee of the other giraffe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was like, show us over everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. I <laughs> wish they wouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, let's get into it, shall we? Uh, oh no, we've done our first one. Ben, do you have another one you want to share with us, maybe? Yeah, sure. This is taken from the um, Yanjabup region. Mm. <laughs> We're going to get emails. <laughs> give it. I'll give you another crack at that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Alex Lee, I happen to know, was a university spelling bee champion. And I yes. think... That comes down to some pronunciation too. How pronunciation. Are pro- how are we pronouncing that? Yanjabup? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yanjabup. You just got to say it with conviction. That's how to pronounce anything. Yanjabup. Um, and what the people, uh, what, what Troy from Yanjabup is offering is a party bus, right? And this company is called SWA. Mm-hmm. Unclear what it stands for. Mm. Maybe they went to spell swag and then ran out of letters. <laughs> um... So, very, very short ad. Please call SWA to book a party bust for you. Did you say bust? I did say bust. Um, now, look. So, they've misspelled. They've misspelled it in one place. Okay. So or is it just like the head and shoulders of yeah. like, a, like a really cool party? Yeah. How do you know which is the mis- in stone? How that's, do you know which one's the misspelling? That's what I mean. Is They're... the party bust the misspelling or is the party bust the misspelling? I mean, like, the, one of the more striking things about this ad is, okay, if you are, if you are somebody who's on Gumtree and you are like, I'm going to book a party bus, mm-hmm. you probably already don't need convincing. So I don't think that this ad really needs to be that, like, we've got the greatest thing and blah, blah, blah. But I do think you need to put in a modicum of effort to explain what your bus is, how many people it seats, yes. are there lights on the bus, mm. what areas do you service with this bus? <laughs> but what's even more intriguing about this is that 
Gumtree has a more services from this advertiser section. Yes. And in this company, SWA, the party bus company also offers tiles and grout cleaning, window fitting, and printing. <laughs> so... Would you trust their printing skills? Well, would you... That's the thing. Given like, that they've misspelled their own item <laughs> on... Well, You've got to wonder what is their primary industry, right? Like, you... I think they'll probably they're probably very good at one of these things. Is this, uh, quick sidebar: This is the third week in a row you've brought up a tiling thing from Gumtree. Are you just searching the tiling section? That's where all of Gumtree? the gold is. Yeah, that's where all the that's where all the laws. What is your are. vendetta against the tiling industry? I hate them so much. <laughs> Have you had a bad run in with a tile? Get a get a get a real floor, not a bunch of little shit put together. What's that? <laughs> Worse than the sum of its parts, I say. <laughs> so what is the Pieces so what is the primary shit? Industry? What is the primary? I don't industry? know. I think whatever it is, it. Okay, so if it's tiling, grout and grout cleaning and window fitting, I reckon those are both industries that require a reasonably large vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> do, and do you think maybe, maybe there was originally, what's the person's name? Troy. Troy. Maybe Troy's parents ran a tiling, grout cleaning empire. Yep. And then when they unfortunately passed on, yep. there were two children. There was, there was Harry. Who does? Who wanted to Damn it. keep? You know, I was the family really name. trying to think of that thing from the Bible about the two brothers, Cain and Abel. No, Isaac and, and Newton. They, no, no oh God, it would have been so good. <sighs> Just feel like I was on a roll there. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I was going with a thing. I know, I know. I was I know. A he bit. had a thing, and you were just talking about how you didn't have a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to adjudicate this. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, no. So we have these two brothers, yeah, Troy yeah. And, and Harry. Harry wants to keep the business going, mm-hmm. but Troy has dreams of being a, a professional party planner. Yeah. And so in the will, they say, we will split <gasps> the business between the two of you. And how annoying must that be for Harry? Yeah. Who's like, oh man, hey, uh, Troy, fun thing. I just went to uh, do some grouting and our <laughs> grouting mobile is full of vomit and cum. <laughs> Uh, that's not what you want. I yeah. mean, yeah, it makes good grout. Sure, that's <laughs> unlikely, but it's true. <laughs> You've also replaced uh, the hy- hydraulic spray I use to clean tiles and grout. You've also replaced that with a smoke machine. And to be honest, <laughs> I mean, sure, it's all spooky. Everyone loves a spooky tiler. Because <laughs> like the other way around is possible, that the primary industry was, was, part- party, buses. was party buses. And he's just there's not enough money in the party bus industry. Right, there's a square... Oh, you, oh right, so they're just like, look... The dream's dead, all right? Yeah. The yeah. dream's dead. We all, we all wish we could be professional party planners. Oh, we've just got to go back. so sad. Diversify. Go back into, go back to the uh, just nine to five in the rat race. I like to think of, um, like, um, in my downtime, I like to think of curses that would be good <laughs> to put on people. Um, and one of my favorite ones is that... That is the pastime of a very vindictive man. <laughs> yeah, you just like revealed yourself to your audience to be a nasty little goblin. <laughs> yeah, well, get this. <laughs> um, and careful, Alex Lee, because... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, may, may all your buses be party buses. <laughs> like everywhere you commute is on a party bus. And it, wait, so just to <laughs> clarify this, is it that when I get on a bus, if I get on the bus, it becomes a party bus? Or if I'm waiting for a bus, the, the bus, bus turns up and it's a party bus? It's a bus. party bus. And no one else uh, gets on it. It's almost like the night bus in Harry Potter in that <laughs> it can only be seen by few people. But the night bus is delightful. This is awful. And if you're catching a bus at like 7 o'clock in the morning, there is going to be a hen's night on that bus. Is and it the same party bus each time? Ooh. And are these haggard people cursed no. like the Mary oh, to Celeste? Be there for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Horrifying ship of the night. It's a really nice synergy with another curse I got going. <laughs> <laughs> May all your hen's nights be every night. <laughs> I was th- I'm wondering if you've ever been on a party bus, either of you. I've been on a really sad party bus. What? And I've also been on a stretch hummer. What? And okay, uh, may all your nights be formals. (laughs) In the stretch hammer, it was a friend's um, hen's night. And is this an ironic? No, no, no. So it was an old school friend, and I didn't know anyone else, any of the other. We only one other girl, and everyone else was like. We've just met. Like, and there's all this awkward energy of Hens Nights. It was like, we're going to have the best and craziest night ever, but also I have to get to know all of you. Yeah. And so the party bus was like right at the beginning. So it was like just, you know, night was just starting to fall. And we, you know, this thing pulls up and 
there's like music coming out of it and um, just sitting awkwardly on a party bus with like 12 people you don't know. In many ways. And being a- like, let's have fun. It's the same. I mean, I mean, terrible. traditionally on a bus, you don't know anyone on the bus anyway. So this is the same energy of a bus. And that's yeah. just flashing lights. And yeah. also, do they serve alcohol on the bus? Yeah. It's just like do they serve all the it things- or you bring it? No, no, they serve it. They've that seems it. illegal. They've got it in there. That's no, you can, you can have a... They don't let it. us drive it. Can't you have, but you can't have open <laughs> alcohol. Give us a go! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> but I, I've been in trouble before for other people drinking beer in my car while I drive. You know yeah. what I mean? But you're not a certified stretch hunter. And that's the problem. That. You, got in, you got in trouble because you were trying to start a party bus in your little Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> to go along with the tiling and grouting business. Um, so Alex, was the stretch hammer and the party bus on the same night? No. Oh. So that was like that was the non-sad party bus, believe it or not. <laughs> it's just like all the things that would be good if you were not um, if you were stationary. <laughs> yeah. You have to do them moving. Yeah, adding adding momentum to this is not could we is not enhancing. No, no. Could we business idea? Could yeah. we open a bar in Sydney that is themed like a party bus? <gasps> and you have hydraulic suspension in the... In yeah. the and un- you have um, the sus- rear projection yeah, of- out of all the windows, yeah. like, like on like a sitcom. And you hire actors to be awful, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. Because <laughs> then you can turn up and have all the ironic fun of going on a party bus without any of the non-ironic hiring of a party bus. Yeah... Do you feel like when you hire a party bus, you kind of enter into a contract with the, the devil? The de- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you'll be the <laughs> you're mine tonight. <laughs> you, I mean, you'll be the best that ever was, but I'll take your soul. <laughs> <laughs> Just being like, our arrangement here is that you drive me and my friends around while we are as bad people as we have ever been in our lives. Mm. Like, I mean, I, it, I, it, it would be a similar. I think it would be a similar contract to. Yeah, you know, a bucks night on a at a strip club or something, right? It's like yeah. it's like you're you you guys do this. This is your job. You know, we're going to be as awful because this is our night type thing. I've only ever been to nice bucks nights. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, oh yours was horrible. That's because your friends are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> so what was so tell us about this? Uh, uh, so the sad, uh, So that was you know we I was annoyed already because I had to go out to Homebush where this girl lived, only to then pay a lot of money for a bus to take me back into the city. It was a non-party bus though. Oh, no, hmm? no, this oh. is a stretch hammer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and then this, the other party bus I went to was another hen's night. And, um, so you've been on two party buses and yeah. a stretch hammer? No. One stretch hammer and one party bus. Right, okay, the stretch this sounds is, like is, a riddle. This is sounding increasingly <laughs> like a riddle. <laughs> um, and it was for, for a friend of the podcast. Um, ben Jenkins. No. Uh-huh. Um, Zoe Norton Lodge. Uh-huh. And um, she... Yeah, her sister had organised this party bus and we've all been drinking all day and it was going to take us to karaoke. And they're like, party bus is coming, party bus is coming, party bus is coming, party bus is coming. And we're all really excited. <laughs> I don't know if how familiar we you are with the music man, but I imagine <laughs> it is like the scene with the Wells Fargo wagon coming into town. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, go on. So we all, like, we all come out the front and we're ready and this white minibus pulls in which is just like you know the, like a school bus or like a, like maxi taxi? a large van <laughs> and they're like that's oh, the party bus and we we go in there and it's just a guy and a regular bus and he's got like two lights like two of those like a uh, like lasery strobe lights going oh. on i think it was mostly green and the radio <laughs> oh. and it kept like cutting in and out do you know and um we were just like Let's party and we're like being really loud assholes. And um, one of the girls was, who was sitting up the front was talking to him while we were going um, to karaoke in our bus, which is just a, a car playing the radio. <laughs> and um, when she got out, she was like, "Oh," and I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Um, that guy was a, uh, a Qantas pilot, and he just got laid off, and this is what he's doing now." <laughs> and oh. we're like, "Oh, we feel terrible because you feel obligated to yes. being a jerk on a party bus." <laughs> That is, oh Being my loud. God. And you thought you were helping him. Yeah. We were like, having fun. I love today FM. <laughs> oh. and Do you know that has actually made me unspeakably sad? <laughs> We've had a lot of sad moments on this podcast, often, yeah. often involved with uh, anonymous people on the internet who are posting sad things about their lives and just small yeah. snippets. And that, I think, actually <laughs> is, is a real winner of the, yeah. uh, the sad yeah. stakes. You, you win. Really, you win. really put a dampener on the karaoke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you invite him in? No. No, he's got work to do. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, Alex Lee, do you have one? Oh, sadly, yes. And this is maybe related. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is from Rockley in Queensland. 
And you know, sometimes when, you know, applying for a job is hard, but you've you got to stand out from the crowd. Mm-hmm. So this man is offering oddball resumes. Mm-hmm. Getting work now for anyone who doesn't wear a suit and tie. Ah. So if you don't uh, fit in the box, yeah. this is the guy you turn to. So here's the, here are the things he offers. Uh, resume writing services that mm-hmm. practically hypnotize people like chickens into hiring you. Uh, that there. sentence, can we just break that down <laughs> yeah. quickly? Yeah. Yeah. Hypnotize like... people like chickens. Yeah. So, are you hypnotizing the person to act like a chicken? <laughs> are you hypnotizing a person the way a chicken would be hypnotized? Yeah, by or which you're you hip- picking them up and drawing a circle in the dirt with their nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then throwing some corn. Yeah. Or are you hypnotizing them... <laughs> The way a chicken would hypnotize someone, those famous chicken hypnotists. Yeah. Or are you hypnotizing people like chickens? <laughs> chickens and some sort of human <laughs> attribute. What am I? <laughs> <laughs> Flexible working hours. Uh, okay, well, I'm intrigued. I'm my, data entry. my interest is piqued. Face to face meetings with pristinely presented bottle of water. What? These are things that he offers when you when you come to meet him. Okay, that's. Uh, I understand oddballs, so how how hard can understanding you be? Ooh, yeah, that's a challenge. Out. Yeah, that's I, a challenge. IT expertise, so I'm a bit of a nerd, and wide variety of jobs experience. I write for a lot of oddballs, despite being pretty conservative. <laughs> Do you mean like thinking he's like politically? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's really, oddballs is really the thing he's going with. And he's, yeah, he's, he's the, the main body of the ad. He's mentioned it a lot of times. Who, who is like a famous oddball who this person might write for? Yahoo Serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, he needs a job. Yeah. yeah. This guy. He's not going to wear a suit and tie. This guy wrote, he did a lot of punch up on the Reckless Kelly movies. <laughs> uh, so, he, you know, he knows how to talk your lingo. He, you're an oddball. You're a quirky dude. Right, righto, mate. Yeah, I've never seen you wear a suit and tie to work. Yeah, you are wearing a spinning bow tie right now. <laughs> yeah, that will not stop. Um, are you sick of reading Gumtree ads trying to determine which resume writer might actually have a clue and just get you a freaking job, which you are more than qualified for, but for some mysterious reason, probably because employers are stupid, <laughs> you keep hearing nothing back from when you apply? Well, drop those two-minute noodles and put Centrelink on hold because you have come to the right place. No, don't put, Cent- don't put Centrelink on hold. They'll help you get a job. <laughs> That's their, that they'll help you. That's the social services. <laughs> let's know a little bit more about Andrew. No, not if you're an oddball. <laughs> I have over 15 years experience writing resumes. Believe it or not, I used to wear a suit and tie and feel quite Okay, important. mate, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to stop you. Like, so many people with really interesting, fulfilling and creative jobs don't wear like a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, Ben, this is classic apologist for suits. <laughs> you're a classic suit apologist, Jenkins. No. Over, over here in the bloody creative... Free spirit zone with Alex and me. Yeah. We're having fun. Look at We're these crystals. Yeah. Our balls. Oh, oh everything's man. a mind map. <laughs> oh, so he wore a suit before I left that world to work from home and look after my wonderful family and paralyzed dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know why that's. I don't know. Okay, that is a sentence that I in, in, instinctively feel bad about laughing at. But anyway, go on. Um, I. So it's going to be a hundred bucks for a resume and one fifty for a resume and a cover letter. Uh, I look forward to meeting you and listening to all your complaints about your ex boss. And after our meeting, helping you to put in a great job, getting paid to do what you love. In brackets, a little romantic, probably, but you get my drift. After sending what? my resume, you'll at least get paid to do work you don't totally hate. That is such a low bar to set. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> does say at least. I look. There is nothing about what this person is actually offering that I'm opposed to. I think it's great. I just think this guy has gone out of his way to appear like he's offering something extremely different when he's not. Yes. Yeah, what's, I mean, what's going to be so wacky about these resumes? Yeah, exactly. Is well, he just going to like take your resume like, hmm, yes, interesting, and then put it all in like curls <laughs> font? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here you go, <laughs> So... I don't know. So what what he's saying is he he the service he's off, offering is being able to present your wackiness, your oddballness, yeah. your creativity as a positive rather than a negative. That's I think that's kind of what he's saying, right? He's like, you're an oddball, come to me. I'll craft with you a resume yeah. which will get you a job. We will teach somebody the words of your resume. We will then put them in a gorilla suit. <laughs> we will then send them. To six employers a day <laughs> to scream it at the boss. As long as it takes <laughs> yeah. for as many times until you get a job. Now, the reason I 
I'm kind of in a kindred spirit to this guy. Or the reason I understand what he's trying to do mm. is that I think of the three of us, I may be the only person who's ever worked in a position where you've got to, where I had to read like hundreds Just of resumes. Just for a start, we had to read. That's yeah. I mean, I'm the hugely only, insulting. I'm the only literate person in this fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever had to work in hiring and firing? No. Oh, I, t- I remember when I, was at, when I worked at bars and I'd like take a glance at some resumes with a manager and stuff, but would you just sort of sort them by ethnicity or what? Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, have, you, have you ever had to do, do a bit of that, Alex? No, I've never had to do that. So when I worked at the university, uh, I one of my jobs was finding interns <laughs> to, to, uh, for me, like my interns and stuff for the for the year, and the the people who would send in their wacky resumes as though mm. that was a positive rather than a negative. Like so what present, kind of things? What kind of things? One lady, one young woman. Gave me her resume as an acrostic poem of her name. Oh, that's and good, that was infuriating. <laughs> like, how little do you want this job? <laughs> that you're giving me an acrostic. This I is mean, not I a poetry s- internship. This has nothing to do with. <laughs> I can see the logic in that, even though it's flawed. Being like, I mean, we're talking about her, right? We're talking about how he didn't give you didn't give the job, but three years later. But I just mean like I can see someone being like they're going to get so many resumes. This one needs to stand out for the crowd, and that's why I'm going to write it on a piece of fucking toast and then send that in. Like, yeah, yeah. I can, no, I'm not saying I can't understand the logic of it. I'm saying that this person, if if he can do what he's promising he can do, yeah. that's actually a really incredible skill. Yes, but yeah, given how he's written this. I have a feeling that he can't do what he's promising. Unless he's prepping, he's unless he's keeping his A game for when he's like you know getting getting paid to write. You know what? Keep your A game for your Gumtree ad. That's my. Yeah. <laughs> if you're trying yeah. to sell yourself, this what I'm saying is for someone who claims to be able to write a great resume, this is not a great resume. Yeah, it's a very good. <laughs> yeah, that is a very good point. Unless the other option with this guy is I have an arts accountant right who specialises in arts in in people from the arts okay. right, and the 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 selling point isn't just that. They know certain arts tax stuff. Yeah, it's that they are used to dealing with hopeless drop kicks. Oh, I see. I see. So it's a people skill. Well, no, it's just him being like, yeah, he won't get angry at you when you're like, I literally don't know what an ABN is, and he's <laughs> like, but you've been invoicing people for years. How can you not? I don't. What? Go. Like, <laughs> and he's patient. Like he's good like that. Yeah. That might be what this is offering. Like for people who are insufferable, I will. <laughs> I will try. I will just sit in a room with you for an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm offering you, and won't strangle you. Can we quickly go back to one of the other things he's offering, which is pristinely presented bottle of water? Yeah. Is that oh, what? Can you read that again, Alex? Face to face meetings uh-huh. with pristinely presented bottle of water. So just the one. Face to face meetings. Does that mean he's going to go to your job interviews for you, or no? Is he- you're going to meet up with him, and he's going to be like, "Hi, first up." Still or sparkling, yeah. and you're going to go sparkling. He's going. I really hope you you would have said still because that is all I have. Um, and then you're going to sit down and have a chat, and he's going to sort of try and distill your creativity, your essence, into uh, a one page um, summary of your life. Uh, yeah. so so basically, this is going to be like your New Yorker profile. Yep, but over an hour with a bottle of water. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Hing, do you have one? I do. This is a sexy one taken from Craigslist. Mm. From London in the United Kingdom. Casual Encounters. And it's entitled Competition Time. Man for Woman, 30 in St. Albans. Now, I have a personal connection to this because I don't know if you guys know, but I used to live in St. Albans. Ah. Yeah. So this is is essentially a Hing family heirloom. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Anyone up for a challenge to see if I can make you orgasm? Uh... This is how it would work. We agree on a time limit. Five minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. You get the idea. And a prize. Uh-huh. If I can't make you come in the time, I give you a prize. If I can make you come, you don't get the prize. <laughs> For an extra optional challenge... If I can make you come more than once, you give me the prize. <laughs> Wait, like the prize Wait. that he already had? Like I guess both of have to turn up with the prize. But that's the same thing as yeah. him what just not want? giving it to her. <laughs> no, because there is a moment of... Uh, it's the humiliating moment of giving it to her and then her having to immediately give it back. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, so no, there's no a couple she of, never gets it. There's a couple of options here, <laughs> right? So maybe the prize... There are two prizes. Maybe they both bring a prize. Well, I think you should have said that. And Yeah, or 
maybe the prize they go halves in the prize and it's sat on a pedestal oh. while the competition takes place yeah. like some sort of Olympic medal. Do you know why? I don't know why, but I'm thinking that this prize would be exactly the kind of stuff you buy at Time Zone for a bunch of tickets. Like a, like a slappy <laughs> sticky hand or like a slinky... Yeah. Parachute man. Yeah, a bunch of fake cockroaches. <laughs> uh, anyone want to give it a go? We can agree in advance limits on what I'm allowed to do to try to make you climax. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be... First of all, it has to be within the bounds of the Geneva Convention. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't just sort of give the person methadone. And yeah. <laughs> I, um, I have a question about the time limits that he set, mm -hmm. where he's like five minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. If the thing is within that time, there has to be an orgasm, then that doesn't seem like an actual challenge, unless it's like you make me orgasm in eight and a half minutes. What do you mean? Like he's got to hit it. He's got to nail it. No, 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 no. So no, he's just saying I'll be able to make you come in the allotted time. But so, yeah. mm. so, so you, th you wait, wait, Ben. <laughs> Are you saying cause this is this is revealing, Ben? So you're saying you think you could make, or you think a person? I didn't fucking post this <laughs> no, ad. But what I'm saying is you think you think the difficulty is yeah. hitting the nail on the head at the exact time. Yeah. You're saying that most people would have no trouble just given X amount of time making someone orgasm. No, no. I'm saying that both of those things are things that you could be challenges. And uh -huh. I'm trying to work out exactly what he's saying his skill is. Now, if his, <laughs> now if his skill is just, if you, if you say, make me come in the next 15 minutes and he does it, bully for him. And that's great. But if you're like at the stroke of midnight... <laughs> <laughs> And he can do it instantly because he's orgasmo the cum machine. <laughs> then that is impressive. And I think he's bearing the lead. Right. I see. Yeah, I all see. his fingers are dildos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the other things about this is the prize, right? That's the kind of the other element to this. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think this prize is going to be? We agree on the prize, he says. You and I will probably, there'll be some sort of contract negotiation, a la Fifty Shades of Grey. Sure. And uh, we'll agree on a prize. So you've suggested, Ben, tilt timeout, time zone yeah. style things, I would also suggest that the prize is he leaves you alone forever. <laughs> <laughs> he goes away, never but to return. Do you I feel know like he'd do something like, oh, the prize is living with me for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a trick. It's a, it feels like a trick. I mean, it's just a very oh, elaborate way to get someone to agree to sleep with you. Really. Yeah, oh, yes. absolutely. This is Certainly. like this is like a fucking Rumpelstiltskin trick. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you get the prize. Is the prize your dick? It is my dick. Yes, <laughs> yeah, my dick forever. Yeah. Let's move on, shall we? Ben, do you have one? Yeah, I want. This was sent in by a listener, um, Charlotte Goodsir. Mm -hmm. Thank uh, you, Charlotte. Thank you, Charlotte. Um, it's uh, it doesn't actually say where it's from, uh, but it's from Craigslist, and it is. Sword for sale. Okay. Warning, might be haunted. <laughs> uh, it's $150. Uh, uh, and the image is of a very old woman holding a very big sword. So we're saying like an 80-year-old woman or so? Yeah, she'd look, yeah she's, got, she's getting on. And that sword is like, that's like Lord of the Rings big. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like a Ned Stark's right. stupid big sword. Excalibur. It's, it's bigger than the woman. <laughs> It's yeah, definitely it's definitely taller yeah. than the woman holding it. This sword is from the 1700s. I got it at an antique store at Mummy Ma's home back in 1984. The person who sold it to me said to be careful because there is a 90 plus percent chance that it is cursed. That, that is, it, it's, you don't often see probability and like hard maths associated with the supernatural and curses, yeah. do you? Yeah, not outside of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, where, where that's all it is, right? It's yeah. Probability dice rolls. Um, since it's been in my house, my life has descended into pure chaos. Okay, so just one thing real quick. Mm -hmm. She got this in 1984. Mm -hmm. That is 30 years of pure chaos. <laughs> 30 plus years. Uh, well, I mean, eventually that chaos has got to mellow out, right? You just kind of become numb to the chaos, right? I guess it's just different kinds of chaos, so you can never get used to it. Oh, uh, yeah. Like those tortured songs they play in... Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, my knitting group came over, and they all said they could feel a strange energy... Uh, from my sword. Since I got this sword, about three times a week, a crucifix will fall off my wall for no reason. <laughs> mm, that suggests that the way you're fixing the crucifix to the wall is not particularly strong. That could also suggest that, yes. I'm 76 years old. I cannot have this cursed item in my house anymore. Please take it off my hands. <laughs> Thank you, Charlotte. 
There's a lot to unpack there. I want to go deep on this. Yeah. I think $150 for an antique sword from the 17th century yeah. is very cheap. Yes. Very, very cheap. I would also say that, and I don't, oh God, we're getting emails. But the kind of sword is, that that is, is not a 17th century sword. So I think, let's go meta on this. Yeah. I think this might, this is like a silly, I think this is like a, an attention grabbing so silly. What are they trying to sell them? Exactly. Like, <laughs> what is this person? Do you know, do you know what I mean, Alex? So I don't think this is actually a 76 year old woman trying to sell a sword. Right. Right. I think this is a person. Could be a 75 year old woman trying to sell a Warhammer <laughs> when so, she gets you through the door. So, exactly, exactly. Let's unpack this. Like, what, what, what are the clues to who this person really is? Is this a wolf in grandma's clothing and you turn up to buy a sword and then he gobbles you up? But that's the thing. Like, you do, you do, they, they do actually have a contact thing. Exactly. And, and so, this person exists. They are trying to sell something. This is a real person. But they've put on a oh, front, I think. Well, maybe they're just trying to sell a sword they have that they got at like some Ren fair. And, and they just they want elaborate... they want because you know like it's it's like stock it's okay like, let's unpack the, let's unpack how this prank how the, how this ruse works then right well, it's like how, st- how does the con work so Alex you turn up yeah. at a place to buy a sword yeah one haunted sword yeah. please one haunted sword and then Ben you're a guy who's I just ben. be like oh yeah I'm doing this for Mimima she's seventy six so do you want to get her out of bed do you want to go get her out of bed is that what you <laughs> look I'm gonna show you this sword but first of all I suggest a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'll say, yeah, here's the sword. There it is. And it's a big sword. I think, I think turning up at the door dressed as Ben Jenkins, I think, I don't, reading that ad, this person's committed. They've got a photo there of the, of, of an old woman holding the sword. I think Ben Jenkins is going to turn up in costume to the door. Do you think? Yeah. Like, hello. Um. Do you think this is a Mrs. Doubtfire slash Big Mama's house situation? <laughs> yeah. It's a, I mean, this is essentially an Eddie Murphy film is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. He, he voices the sword. <laughs> Um, I think the bigger, I, the really great thing about this is the one claim that this ad makes, aside from it being a sword, which is very easy to do, like mm-hmm. you can just find a sword, mm-hmm. is completely untestable. Yes. So Alex comes to pick up the sword. Mm-hmm. You're not going to come back a week later and say, what gives? This isn't cursed. Yeah. Like if anything, all the crucifixes on my wall have remained like f- held on there more. <laughs> They're harder to get off now. I'd say this sword is blessed. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is strange that they're saying that um, it's brought chaos into their life for 30 years and they just want to get rid of it, but they're still selling it for $150. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if it's that curse, mate, just yeah, give it away. Just get rid Throw of it. Throw it in a bin. Put it away. I, I wonder as well if, the, if this is not a person just blaming a sword for their terrible life. <laughs> like, you've made some poor choices. Stop blaming the sword, all yeah, right? Yeah. It's a shoddy... Do you, haunted grandma do you think, who blames its sword. Do you think that's um, that's something that this person's <laughs> therapist has very gently said to them? <laughs> Phil, it's not about the sword. We man. need to stop blaming the sword. <laughs> no, no. You, you put a lot into this sword, but this sword did not make I mean, the terrible look, relationship choices. That you, you are you are obsessing over the cru- cru- crucifixes. Well, I mean, we should probably talk about your family breakdown as well, though, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since you lost your job at Qantas, you've not been the same, mate. <laughs> um, Alex, Lee, do you have one? I do. Uh, this one uh, is a M4W. Mm-hmm. Man for a woman. Man for a woman. That's uh, um, Craigslist, by the way. On place. Craigslist. I tasted your P, like the letter P, dot, dot, dot. How many dots? This is important. Oh, uh, four. Ooh. I tasted your P, dot, 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 at layover tonight. Okay. What is layover? Is that a... It's either a club or they're at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> You were a hot blonde. I enjoyed dancing with you. I rubbed all your body. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I pulled up your skirt. I squished your butts. (laughs) (laughs) What? Sorry. I pulled up your skirt. I squished your butts. (laughs) Can you you spell the word squished? <laughs> I, don't know I, I just want to see if you can get it out. Okay, if you can just get it out. Okay, one, all right, Think all right. back to your news reading right. days. <laughs> good up, good evening. You're watching <laughs> ABC News 24. <clears throat> I pulled up your skirt. I squished. <laughs> 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 I pulled up your skirt. I squished your butts. How do you spell squished? S Q U I S E D. 
<laughs> I squeezed. <laughs> I squeezed your butt. <laughs> that was just amazing. <laughs> then you left and you were talking to some tall white guy. I really wanted to ask you for a number. <laughs> if you see this, hit me up and tell me what we really did. <laughs> no full stop, which is alarming. So when did he oh. taste her pee? <laughs> I don't know. Are we thinking it's piss? Oh. Because what else starts with P? P? Oh, I thought it was wee wee. Well, it's P something, 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 something. Like, oh. uh, when in this scenario, uh, between the rubbing all over and the butt squishing, <laughs> was there P? Pecan. Because uh, they were just on the D floor. Peanut. No, wait, so. It's hard. Yeah. What Parrot. Parrot. Oh, you're <laughs> just saying P words? Yeah. Um, pa- parasol. Too long. <laughs> Too long. Four, five little words. Squeezed. <laughs> <laughs> so what's got? Okay, I, I'm not sure about the timeline of events. Here. Okay. <laughs> okay, they're on the D floor at possibly at an airport at layover. Yeah. At yeah, and they start dancing. They were dancing. He enjoyed it. Okay, he pulls up her skirt and squishes her butts. Okay, <laughs> and what do we think that is? We we assume it's squeezing. Uh, squeezing. Yeah, squish. Squ- yeah. Squish. Yeah. Squeezed your butts. <laughs> you know, like, and then <laughs> this is a great. This says so much. This that was just amazing. Then you left. <laughs> How amazing was this butt squishing? <laughs> it's immediately afterwards. Do you think like she went up to her friends who she came with and she was like, "Oh my god, that guy just squished my butts." He did what? Yeah, fresh. What? <laughs> you were just dancing with him in public. He yeah. squished your butts in public. <laughs> Both of them. Do you think that? Wait, did, is there any? Potential that they move to a private area of the layover club or airport? Well, maybe, but he doesn't even know what happened. Like, is this some sort of situation where he's been drugged in some way? <laughs> and he went into some sort of, like, butt squissing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe like some sort of butt squissing ecstasy <laughs> where he doesn't really know what happened. <laughs> Tell me what we really did, please. Yeah, There's I a mean... large gap in my memory and I need to know. I woke up covered in blood. <laughs> he entered into some what? sort of butt squissing fugue state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Hing, do you have one? I do, indeed. This is taken from Craigslist in Palm Springs in the United States of America. And was posted uh, this month and is entitled Dildo Mobile. Now, Mm -hmm. you could also read that as Dildo Mobile. (laughs) D I L D O. (laughs) Uh, But the picture suggests it is the kind of thing you would hang over a baby's crib. A baby that you hated. (laughs) (laughs) Or a baby that loves dicks. It's a horny baby. This mobile was created by me after a tenant who I had to evict after six months of not paying rent left behind 10 dildos. (laughs) I was determined to do something with them, hence this dildo mobile. My present landlord, where I live now, says it's got to go out of the common garage area. (laughs) It is too large for my room. (laughs) So, So this is a subletting... Situation, I believe. I guess so, because yeah, it sounded like he was the landlord, and he has another. Yeah, yeah. So what's happened here is, uh, Ben and Ben, you were subletting a room from me. Yeah, and then you've left behind ten dildos and no rent and no rent. And I'm like, get out of here, you crazy kid. And I'm like, but can I've... I have my dildos back? Oh no, you you leave rent or you leave your dildos, <laughs> mate. Yeah, collateral for rent. Yeah, and okay. then I I have twenty dildos. <laughs> can I take half of them? <laughs> <laughs> and then I. Channeling my rage and anger at you. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. This is like your footloose dancing in a warehouse, just furiously constructing a deal on mobile. <laughs> yes, exactly. I make it, I, I create this thing. Go to a fugue state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I then wake out of this fugue state covered in blood. <laughs> and ne- next thing you know, landlord Alex turns up. What's going on here? What are all these? <laughs> what, uh, how come there are 10 dildo mobiles and I can't fit my car into actually, my garage? Well, you'll see the way they rotate. It's actually the solar system. <laughs> <laughs> Just made a scale of the solar system. And I mean, obviously, it's too large for my room. Uh, mm. But yeah, I've just put in the garage. I've contacted Neil deGrasse Tyson and he. <laughs> Does not seem interested in taking it off my hands. I mean, and you'd think with all these pop science bullshit, he'd want you know to yeah. be able to popularize. The, I mean, it's a scale model. You could make it. Hey, you could make a, a 
uh, solar system with 10 dildos, couldn't you? How many planets are there? Yeah, about nine. And then you've got the sun. On what, it depends on what the you count as a... sun's a big butt, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they all rotate around the gravity of the butt. And that's the, that's the saddest... And like, like that's the kind of um, the tantalizing sort of um, unachievable... Uh, philosophy of it because the butts will always rotate, go, rotate around the sun but never like go a, toward the butt. It's like an always the bridesmaid, never the bride sure, situation, sure. but it's like always rotating the butt I reckon in we could, space, if we never made entering this, the space butt. If we made this, I reckon I can get it in Mona. <laughs> I reckon I can get it installed in Mona. No, Ben, what you could do is drive it to Mona and then... Do you reckon if you put something wackadoo like that in Mona and made a plaque that looked legit... That anyone would notice for a while. I think that's a common thing that happens in art galleries, isn't it? Really? What? Just, just, just rando like graffito type artists turn up and in, and install 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 one to the Mona Lisa, you know, yeah. or whatever. And this yeah, is like, right. it's like it's like the Mona Lisa in a hat. Or can I? Yeah. Can I say I was in an art gallery the other day doing a gig, and can I? It's oh, <laughs> no aquarium, but sure. <laughs> can I say that whatever point was meant to be made by putting a moustache on the Mona Lisa? It has been thoroughly made. When you say you were in an art gallery, were you in the Louvre the other day? No, no, yeah, yeah, doing some yucks. I wasn't. It wasn't like mustachioed Mona Lisa a a thing. I've seen it so many places. What's mustachioed Mona Lisa? It's just taking the Mona Lisa and putting a mustache on it and being like, oh, like a Salvador (laughs) Dali mustache or like a Groucho Marx mustache. What is this mustache? Hitler mustache? No, it's not a Hitler mustache. That'd be that'd be too many layers. I think. Yeah, could Um, be a Chaplin mustache. You don't know. That's true. Intention of the artist. Did you know that that's the other way around? Yeah, that, that Hitler was a big fan of Chaplin. Yeah. yeah. And that he well, himself. Chaplin wasn't a big fan of Hitler. No, I know. I just, yeah, actually, that's a good point. That's the more <laughs> likely way that this is going to go, isn't it? Anyway, it's like, I just mean like <laughs> taking the Mona and Lisa. Actually, that's the thing about The Great Dictator. It's, a, um, it's an earnest, reverent oh, yeah. piece. Yeah. He's really great, you guys. Yeah, it's in the fucking title. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is artworks that appropriate the Mona Lisa in whatever way you want. I think we've I think we've we've taken all that we can from that. Oh, so you reckon you reckon it's been remixed and remashed as as many times as it can yeah, be. Yeah, I reckon mm. we're done here. Mate, like, we should we should do a jam. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, offer what, a prize. what kind of what kind of Mona Lisa remix would actually offer meaning to you? Hologram Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa doing the scream face. What about <laughs> <laughs> What about Mona Lisa and someone's just sta- like cut out the eyes and standing behind and actually looking at you wherever you go? Uh, just to go back to Ben's scream face thing, I know that you were talking about the munch, the, the, munch? the very famous painting of the scream, but I imagine <laughs> Mona Lisa wearing the scream mask, which is the which is but, a, what it's yeah, based and on, and then the Mona Lisa being what? <laughs> Did you hear the amazing theory that Mona Lisa is a bit Chinese? What? Yeah. So like they. No, as I say this, I might may have made it up. So, uh-huh. but I'm pretty sure I read it. Because um, like we, we do know who this woman was, don't we? Yeah, but it's like that she was, um, like the the maid or something of of one of the people, um, of the the guy who painted it. Who's the guy? Da Vinci. Da Vinci. Is it Da Vinci? No, it's Brian. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that she, and that she was. Um, Okay, so I just googled like, Mona Lisa Chinese, yeah. and a lot of these are just sort of <laughs> <laughs> vaguely geisha esque. I would describe like Pan Asian. Yeah, she uh, was anyway, depictions yeah. of the Mona Lisa <laughs> in that kind of disgusting mashup way that Ben was des- yeah. Yeah, sure. describing. No, but that um, she um, was like the yeah, a maid was the or Mona something. Lisa yeah. a Chinese slave. And yeah. one day she was just sitting at a window, staring cryptically out. Uh, with an unknowable smile, and eventually was like, "Don't you fucking move! Yeah. <laughs> you just wait there." I just I've, don't I've, you move. I've, I've, I got to dust. I got to fix this up. <laughs> no. So back to the dildo mobile. Mm. Uh, yeah, my present landlord, where I live now, says it's got to go out of the common garage and area. And you know what? I'm usually pretty tenants' rights. I'm. I like to think I'm on the side, uh, not of the landed gentry. But in this case, well, the re- I think you're still on the on the tenants' rights side because. You'll notice it's not out of the landlord's garage. It's out. It's got to go out of the common garage area. So right. what that's suggesting is this is the most annoying share house, like housemate. This, yeah, it's the most annoying housemate of all time, right? Because yeah. can you imagine? I mean, I've done some pretty fucked things in share houses before, forgetting to you know wash up. You know, I, I mean, you've done some pretty fucked things to me in share houses, Ben. Sure, cable tying all of my things together, for example. Yeah, it was a good day. 
covering all of my things in foil. That was another example. great day. Uh, I have never erected a large, a 10 dildo model. Can I say though, that I feel like in your tone, you're giving yourself a bit of a pat on the back there. And I'd like to say that the only reason that you haven't is lack of 10 dildos. You reckon I don't have 10 dildos, mate? <laughs> <laughs> you have besmirched my character for the last dildos. time. <laughs> I think it's just a case of this person has a chronic um, problem and they just don't know how to get rid of things. <laughs> it's like, like, well, a- I had to do something with it. Like, there's yeah. all these dildos. I had to do something with it. What could it be? Yeah. And they're like looking at the bin yeah, until, and then well, looking at the dildos. Until somebody until somebody invents some sort of cylinder that I can put things in <laughs> yeah. and have that picked up and taken to a larger area of rubbish, then I don't know what to do other than just make art. I'll just have to make 10 dildo mobiles out of this. <laughs> and then... And then putting it in the garage. Like, again, they could have thrown out the mobiles and they That's didn't. a very good point. This person does not understand the concept of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> that, is the, that is a latent theme and of Craigslist. And then they put it on, on, on Craigslist. Yeah. Mm. We have time for one more here. Uh, but before we do, let's do some plugs. Ben, anything to plug? If you are listening to this, the day that it came out, which is tomorrow your time. No, no, no today, today your time, tomorrow my time. Yes. Just say, if you're listening to this, on, on Monday. the day it comes out on Monday. Yep. Then you still have time to book tickets to Story Club, um, which is in Sydney. In Sydney. At what time? At, at night time. Okay. At it's what place? Giant Dwarf. Featuring who? Everybody who's ever been on the podcast. Wow. All ben speaking Jenkins. at once. <laughs> ben Jenkins, Zoe Norton Lodge, Lewis Hobber, Susie Youssef, Charles Lichardello. Yeah. Friends of the podcast special. Yeah. It's going to be. And Nikki Britton, who hasn't been on the podcast yet. Mm. Uh, if you are. Wanting to see some improvised comedy, I'll be doing a show on March 11th at Giant Dwarf. It's an improvised soap opera. Hello. And it's super fun. Uh, and where can people get tickets to both of these events? On the internet? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Don't fucking plug a thing. Uh, hey, if you're in Melbourne... Oh, no. You... Okay, Hing. Yeah, send us a fax. That's how the best way to get tickets. <laughs> I'm just saying, do they Google... Like, what do they Google? Story Club? Or they go to the Facebook page? I'm just oh, saying... do what they want. Like, just they tell can... them how to do it. Make it easy for them. <sighs> my goodness. If you're in Melbourne and you'd like to... You know what? Forget about it. Don't come. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, why don't you take some time to rate and review it on iTunes? That'd really help us out if you'd like to get in contact with us. It'll take you 30 seconds. And for every single review that we get, iTunes gives us a thousand Australian (laughs) dollars. So the impact you can make is huge. Okay. That is untrue but it does actually help us out a lot because it a thousand australian dollars <laughs> it helps us uh go up the charts and helps other people discover the show thank you to all the loads of people who have been doing it and we for really every position it. we go up the charts if we have to give them a thousand australian dollars so they get you give and take yeah. uh if you're oh. listening to this podcast outside of australia why don't you send us an email because we are confused as to why you're listening to this <laughs> sure uh, you can find us at contact at free to a good home podcast.com or via our facebook page uh, which is just free to a good home if you search that in the Facebook bar. Yes. And on Twitter, we are now at F-T-A-G-H pod. Yep, rolls off the old tongue. Uh, and if you want to see some stand-up comedy that I'm doing in Melbourne, uh, there are two opportunities for you to do that. Uh, one is my solo show, Much Ado About Not Hing, which will be at the uh, Portland. I cannot believe you went with that name. Oh, it's so good. Sell the tickets, <laughs> mate. Sell the tickets. Uh, and it's a tiny room, so it's going to sell out. So please book early. Uh, tickets are available through the Comedy Festival website. Also, how much are they? A uh, thousand Australian <laughs> dollars. They range. They range. Uh, <laughs> I think they're as cheap as fifteen bucks, and they go up to about twenty-five, depending on who you are what? and what you've done for me. Yeah. No. Uh, and if you weird that you based your ticketing strata on eye color, but hey, yeah, hey, it's it's part it's of a your social show. experiment. Blue eyes, brown eyes. If you final thing, uh, good game. The television show I've been working on. Uh, we're doing a live show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival in the town hall, in the big room. So oh, if you yeah. want to, yeah, if you want to be a part of that. Uh, tickets are moving real quick for that. It's going to sell out. So, And if you'd like to join the growing movement on Change.org to get Hing fired from that job, <laughs> um, that's just a Google search away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final one. Let's go, Alex. What is it? The final one is from Gumtree from Melbourne, Victoria. The title is, Who Are You? Here it is. I'm looking for a film. Are you hiding it? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your story. Tell me about your loves and your lovers, your pet Pomeranian and your son. <laughs> Have you learned anything at all? Who are you? Well, this Hang is, on, is that the whole ad? That's it. It's from Erin. Cheers, Erin. Uh, <laughs> I think both... that it's a fundamental misunderstanding <laughs> of what a Gumtree ad is. <laughs> 
this is both too vague and too specific <laughs> to be helpful. <laughs> tell me your story. Tell me about your loves and your lovers. Yeah. So it's like, tell me a story. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I was born in... Um... Sorry, I just want to hear more about your pet Pomeranian. <coughs> oh, well, I don't... And your son. Okay. Well, that narrows Next! it right down. <laughs> What's the, uh, I'm looking for a film. Are you hiding it? Like it starts with an accusation. Because yeah. it's because I I'm have turned over my apartment for the clumps. <laughs> 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 Cannot for the life of me find it. Where's the nutty professor to the clumps? What's going on with your son? <laughs> and what's the final question they asked down there, Al? Have you learned anything at all? <laughs> no, this is baffling. <laughs> Who are you? What Which is, is the title on? of the ad. So if, if, if this ad did have a lead, I guess you have to go from the most repeated phrases. Which is, who are you? Who are, who are you? you? Do you think this is a, someone's just woken up confused? Oh, it, yes. From a dream? No, this just... is someone who's been in a coma for 20 years. <laughs> and the first thing they did was post an Aragum dream. This is, uh, <laughs> this is, they've just come out of a nuclear bunker. Yep. And they've come in and they just, I don't know. I've had no contact with the outside world. What's going on? Yeah. This is, this, uh, you've absolutely nailed it. This ad is asking a lot of everybody and nothing at all. Like, <laughs> I think oh the man. best thing to do is just like send them a DVD. Yeah. Uh, is this, is what, this you, what you want, what, please? Is there, a movie, is there a movie that this could be referring to? So okay. let's go. It involves a Pomeranian. What kind of dog is that? Is it a small dog? I think? Small little yappy dog. I mean, as good as it gets. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. It's okay. probably about a Chihuahua. That was. <laughs> um, Dr. Doolittle. Although they did use Pomeranians because Pomeranians don't look like. <laughs> two hours at, yeah, 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 you've got to reverse it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you want to do if you want to get a Pomeranian <laughs> tape a bunch of cats yeah, together? Yeah. yeah. Truth about cats and dogs? Probably got a. That was. No, you're confusing Pomeranian with um, Janine Garofalo. She's <laughs> 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 that fluffy little comedian whose yeah. tongue's always sticking out. Right? <laughs> um, I mean, like, yeah, like the only one I can think. I don't know if it was a Pomeranian, but I think the dog in um, something about Mary. Was it that the lady had the interesting fact about Pomeranians. Did you know they're all 9 11 truthers? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really specific reference to Janine Groffalo's political views. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the best we can do is just send her Milo and Otis and just run <laughs> on it. Is this what you want? <laughs> use your words. I can't help you if you don't use your words. <laughs> help me help you and watch this film about a cat and a dog friendship. All right, that is all the time we have for the program today. This has been a bloody delight. So much fun. Let's never do it this early again, oh boy. but it has uh, been a bloody delight. Thank you so much to our guest, Alex Lee. Thank you for oh, having me. Thank you, Alex Lee. Uh, people can find you on Twitter at... Alex underscore C underscore Lee. And what? Yeah. What? I thought you were Shimon Lee. Uh, I changed it ages ago because oh. it's too confusing. Yeah. yeah and they can read um, uh, your articles on BuzzFeed. Yeah, they can. Any things we should be looking at for this week? Any it's on. Hashtag it's on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just go on it. Just Hashtag fire Click hangers. on anything. Go, go just on click on it. I need the clicks, please. <laughs> please, I need to go viral for, or fire me. For every <laughs> click, Alex gets. <laughs> 1,000 cat gifts. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back next week. Until then, bye! bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you'd like making love at midnight in the dunes on the cape, then I'm the love that you've looked for. Right to me and escape.